why won't the narcissist let you go? Like, why won't he just give up? Instead, he seems to hold on tighter and tighter and tighter onto you. Almost like he has an unrelenting grip on your life. Even after you try to move on. Like you've tried to move on multiple times. I was talking to somebody the other day and she tried to move on like 20 times over the past year. Still stuck and not able to get out. So we had to dive in. We had to start talking through why she's stuck. What's actually going on there? Well, it's important to also understand like why a narcissist won't let you go. Like what are they actually looking for? What are they trying to be able to solve, to be able to keep in their life and why? So we're going to kind of dive into that. We're going to delve into some of the dynamics of why narcissists want that control and explore why they never want to let you go. Part of being able to understand this is I didn't want to let anybody go. I didn't want to let the affairs go. I didn't want to let my wife go. I didn't want to let anybody go. Wanted to be able to do that for a lot of different reasons. One of the first reasons didn't want to let people go is for that narcissistic supply of like what I want needs to be in my life. Narcissist views other people as supply. Now, a lot of times people get really frustrated. They're like, you're calling a bunch of people supply. For a narcissist, thinking about other people, yes, 100%. Because the narcissist doesn't care. Narcissist doesn't look at you and be like, you, are so in, you have so much intrinsic value and so much worth that I want to be with you because you look like the most amazing person ever. No, you might look like the most amazing person ever because you're making me look that way, not because you actually are in the narcissist's mind, okay? One of the reasons narcissists look for supply, look for other people, look for a reaction response, and they look for these different things is this need of needing to be filled up with it. Now, when we talk about this need to be filled up with it, I've done a couple of videos talking about narcissists in the void. So kind of check that out. As far as like a narcissist is trying to fill, how often I'm so I describe it, a God-sized hole with a bunch of little people, okay, with a bunch of little things, but not things that are actually going to satisfy long term. The reason why we see this and narcissists oftentimes are looking for attention, admiration, validation from other people. Like you may have provided them with a piece of that. You may have provided them with a bunch of love, you know, with a bunch of care. Maybe early on you start noticing the vulnerabilities of the narcissist, the fake ones of like how he's broken, of how there's this piece wrong with him, of how there's something that's not actually working and you start to put out there like, oh, I need to fix him. I need to work on it. I need to help him. We see this all the time where someone who's a fixer gets with a narcissist and the narcissist is like, sweet, I got someone. I got someone who will give me all their time, their attention, their money to fix me while I'm just doing the things I want to do because I don't really want to be fixed because I want to acknowledge that I'm actually toxic. So we see this happen time and time and time again. Do you have a fixer mentality? Like, Do you see someone and you just want to fix them? You just want to help them? There's a level that you can help another person, 100%. I'm not saying don't help people. But you also need to understand when that line gets crossed of you giving too much of you versus having healthy boundaries. So it has to be a, a, a boundary. It has to be a line in the sand there that you're not going to cross. Narcissists look for this supply. Now, sometimes people think supply is only positive. Okay, so think of it this way. A lot of times people think like supply is you loving the narcissist, you adoring them, you giving all the attention. Yes, that's true. Supply can also be negative. Okay, supply could you be yelling at the narcissist and then getting off on that. Supply could be a negative of you calling them names and then being like, see, they're the ones that are not in control. I'm the one in control. It's a unique dynamic. The narcissist can turn every single thought, idea, concept around into another version of current reality. We see narcissists do this time and time and time again. And so you have to understand when you talk, when we talk about supply, baseline aspect would be reaction. Okay, narcissists crave reactions. That could be positive and that could be negative reactions. All it is is I got you to react. 
Therefore, I'm better. Therefore, I'm entitled to you. Therefore, I'm in control. Therefore, and the list goes on and on as the narcissist becomes the center of the universe. Okay? So you need to understand narcissists are going to keep looking for supply after supply after supply. Maybe it's because you provided them validation and they're unwilling to let go of that validation because it fuels sense of ego, fuels that false sense of worth that they're struggling with. Okay? Now, a lot of times I would want to reach out to other people to be able to have communication 24-7, okay? Affair partners, friends, things like that, because I wanted that supply. I wanted a reaction from somebody. Now, the majority of the time, it was a good reaction, right? Like I was getting something positive from another person. Love, care, respect, honor, you know, all this kind of stuff, okay? But then a lot of times it was negative as well of like, I just had to have some communication. So even if that communication was negative or with a with a bad version or a bad conversation or not a good person to be able to talk to, all these different pieces, like it was still communication. It was still this interaction. It was still someone showing me that they wanted to talk to me, that they valued me, that I meant something. Like even though I was propping that up with a false sense of ego, okay? Uh, but the problem is a lot of times narcissists will use manipulation, guilt, charm, to keep you engaged, just to be able to keep the narcissistic supply, to be able to keep you on the hook, okay? But why do they not let go, right? Like that's a big piece of it. So they're trying to fill a void, okay? Another part is a fear of losing control. Now, with losing control, narcissists want to be able to have control of other people. Part of that is is from deriving from a sense of power. Like I have power, I have dominance over you, which means I'm in control, which means I'm in charge, which means I am better than you because I'm the one in control of you. There's different nuances that happen here, but a lot of times a narcissist wants to be in control to be able to prove to themselves their worth, their value, of how good they actually are. There's multiple different nuances to it, but that's a big piece of it. Narcissists, they wanna have control over your emotions, your decisions, your actions, where you go, what you do, who you hang out with. This could be controlling in the relationship. It can be trolling after the relationship. It can be controlling as just friends. There's a lot of peace that a narcissist wants to have that control over you. We see this all the time where you get isolated from your friends and family and you don't have a clue. Like you, the, the friendships that you used to have, you're like, they just fell away. But they fell away for a reason. A lot of times they fall away in a toxic relationship from your toxic partner because of what he's done, how he's made it uncomfortable, how he's pushed people away. There's different pieces that are subtle and you don't actually realize it's happening. All right, letting go of you would mean giving up that control, which goes against the core aspect of like a need for dominance. So like I have to be in control of you. There's also a piece of letting go is this piece that's like reversal of like rejection of like if I let go, then you're the one rejecting me. It's really weird, okay? But it does make sense in the nurse's mind. I don't expect it's gonna make sense to everybody. But it's this idea, if I have to let go, then that means that person actually didn't wanna fight for me, which means they didn't want me, which means they actually rejected me. See how it flips really quick? Like it flips really fast so that I'm not the bad guy, so it has to be someone else. This is how I came up through a lot of my relationships, high school, college, afterwards, of like people were always rejecting me. Why? Because they were leaving. Yes, they were leaving because I was an abusive asshole, but they were leaving, and so I had to view it as, it's not me. I'm being loyal. I'm being faithful. These people are giving up on me. These people are rejecting me. All right, so a lot of times you're going to see different types of manipulation. Like maybe you see narcissists manipulate, have different tactics to get control back over you. A big one, gaslighting, of like making sure that you believe a false sense of reality so that they're in control. Guilt tripping, 
trying to make sure that they play with your emotions so that they get what they want, even if you feel bad about it. Or they're going to keep you in different situations, triangulation, different pieces that are going to entangle you in the web of control. All right, so one of the last things we want to be able to bring up is the aspect of need for validation and admiration. Okay, now you're like, how does this make sense of him not wanting to let go of me? Because I'm not giving that attention. I'm not giving that validation. You need to understand that it can only, it can sometimes be a very, very tiny little gap. Now, a lot of times people are like, I didn't go no contact because I don't want him to, I don't want to trigger him. I don't want to, you know, hurt him or I don't like, there's a lot of different excuses. Okay. The majority of them are completely fake and false, including having kids because there's a lot of people that are no contact completely while still having kids, or they're using a third-party app so they can't get triggers much. There's the multiple ways to be able to do it, okay? Narcissists are going to seek this validation and attention um, from other people, okay? And there's different pieces of trying to get this that even you can give it in the smallest way possible. One of the ways that you can give a validation and attention and admiration to a narcissist is by not blocking them and still letting their text come through. You're like, that's silly. That's minute. It's minute, but it actually is true. A narcissist being able to text you and be able to get through and seeing that you read it knows that you still care, knows that there's still a piece that they have control, know that they still have an in into your life. This is why the majority of time we say go no contact as soon as you can because it helps with your healing, but it also helps set a boundary of like, wait a second, as much toxicity as you're trying to put into my life, it's getting rejected. It's bouncing right back. Like it's not even getting through. Okay. Uh, a lot of times narcissists will view you as being an extension of themselves of like, you are a part of me or you are mine. Uh, think of it like a narcissist putting, uh, putting you on the shelf. You're the toy on the shelf that they can pull down, they can play with, they can put back up. Okay. And this is when you try to get let go. When you try to get out of the relationship, let go of everything. Narcissist is like, nope, you're not going to let go. Why? A lot of people don't like to hear this. Narcissist doesn't want to let you go because you are the narcissist. He views you as being his, his property, his tool, his toy. So when you try to leave, the reason why he's not letting go is because he still has implanted and imprinted onto you that you are his, period. If you end up walking away, think of it. If the toy is on the shelf and the toy gets up and walks away, that's a big, that's a big problem because it's rejecting that person. Again, it goes back to that piece of rejection, okay? When, when you start to pull away, and you become the person that you're called to be, the narcissist realizes that they're losing control of that person. You're starting to get around friends and family and good influences that are helping you build a positive life, and that means they're going to get cut out. That means they're not going to have access to you. That means they're not going to be the center of your world so they can get that validation, so they can get that appreciation, that attention, okay? Narcissists oftentimes at this time are going to do love bombing, intermittent reinforcement, doing all these different things to keep you hooked, uh, future making, I'll change, I'll be better, like giving you a lot of gifts, like showering you with compliments one moment and then withdrawing the next moment, like back and forth, back and forth to keep you on the hook, to try to keep you in a state where you're not going to go anywhere. Maybe you're at the place where you like resonate with some of the dynamics that we discussed here and you're seeking like, how do I actually heal from this? Like, how do I actually get free? A big piece we talk about is no contact, but you have to make sure you're doing it safely. You can start learning about it and going through that process at escapetoxicity.com. You can check out the 7-Day Challenge for $7 to see how that impacts and see how that helps you understand what's going on in narcissistic abuse. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, go to rawmotivations.com. would love to interact with you there and love to help you move forward in your healing process. So check that out there. Y'all have a great day.